Here we are. Here we are. Back together again. Back together again after a little holiday respite. Is that the right word? Respite. Sure. Resprite. Resprite. Resprite is what you do when you pour your can of Sprite out into a glass and drink it. That's a, that's a resprite. You resprite your drink well, so you could recoke a drink. It's been a long couple you, weeks. You've been on the on the go. I have been on the go. Yep. But uh, yeah. So thanks for watching Lancaster Connects. We always give you some funny right out the gate. So there was the word for the day: resprite. We think it's funny. I suppose the respite. <laughs> there we go. So. Uh, we made our producer laugh in the background. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, thanks for watching Lancaster Connects. This is a show that highlights all the great things going on in Lancaster County. We're all about showcasing, uh, you know, the small businesses, the, the, the charities, the organizations. And we've got a great organization today uh, that do good for Lancaster and Lancaster County at large. And uh, that's what this show is all about. We like, we like doing it because it gives back to the customer base that supports our business. Mm-hmm. I feel like my shoulder over here is on fire. Does it look like that? It is. It's like I got like a, a glowing orb behind me. You do. Yep. It's the front door. Hopefully, I don't like burn like an ant. You know, if you <laughs> shine a glass on them, we're out. Yeah, to magnify that out. Yeah, no, we don't do that. So uh, we do prizes on the show, Ben. How do how do people get the prizes? They have to smush the love button, <laughs> smash it, smash <laughs> it, or they have to give us a comment. All their own words today. <laughs> We've got these awesome Less Normal Cuddle uh, tumblers and hydro flasks or a $25 restaurant gift card to a great restaurant in Lancaster County. I'm sure we'll be talking about some of the great restaurants in just a little bit with our guest. Yes. But all you got to do. Yeah, our guest is the plug on really good restaurants. He is the guy. On anything that happens. He is the guy. We got to get his like top three restaurants, right? Um, I don't know. That's going to put him on the spot. That's that's true. That's true. But he's got to have a favorite. Got to have a favorite, right? I'll let him answer. <laughs> so all you got to do, put a comment in the comments box, whether you're on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, send us a comment. You'll be entered into a great prize. And then we'll spin the prize later at the end. You want a prize? All you got to do is come in and pick it up. Pretty easy. Right. Yep. We already got a commenter. Look at that. There we go. She's coming. She's coming. I see the, I see the comment. Here's a new, oh my goodness. Orbisculate. What? I don't know. What's orbisculate? Looks like, it looks like a new cracker for Nabisco. So, uh, Nichelle is a, is a cus- longtime customer. Thanks, Nichelle. You're and, making my brain hurt. But yes, that's good. <laughs> you either need to tell us what that means <laughs> or we need to Google it. Yeah. So, maybe comment back. Oh, we got Jonna. Jonna loves the water. Yeah, Jonna put her that. water bottle a week a uh, couple weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. Water bottles relate to my sleep better tip. Just saying. Mm. Little little cliffhanger for you there. All right. So it's when citrus fruit <laughs> squirts in your eye. Okay. We've all had that happen, right? I orbiscalated myself. <laughs> I've never said that. Yeah. But that's that's cool. Like that's like well, stupid humor that nobody really should know. Yeah. Michelle knows it. Is that where the show is going? <laughs> Giving you stupid stuff. Well, if you want more stupid stuff. Uh, you can catch it live every Monday at two on YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Just basically search either Gardner's Mattress or More or search Lancaster Connects. If you're connected to our pages and our channels, we'll pop up. If not, you can search it. You'll find us there. We're kind of everywhere. And the most cool thing is uh, being able to, at least for me, showing your kids would be enamored by this, but my kids are. If you got an internet connected TV, we'll come up there too. And just about anything that plays a video. So. 
Very cool. We got a lot going on behind us. We got painting. You're going to see a whole, maybe, maybe next Monday. Maybe, I, well, I would hope by next Monday, what will be behind us will look entirely different. We are updating. It's been, it's been a decade. Plus. Almost, yeah. Almost 12 years. I oh, know. Yeah. We're just one day. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're doing some renovations and painting here. Thanks to two dudes painting here in town. Former um, Lancaster Connects guest. Yep. President so, show. So, uh, so yeah, that's what's going on, but let's, um, let's bring on our guest. Let's do it. Before he runs away. Like, I don't want to be with these jokers. <laughs> <laughs> or he orbisculates himself uh, with his lunch. <laughs> I didn't know I was signing up for a comedy show. I, I can't match you guys. Well, I, I'm I'm just glad that you call it comedy because, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, Ed Harris from Discover Lancaster is our guest. Ed, welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, it's uh, we've been working on getting you on, and I'm happy that we have you here because in our pre-show we talked about a lot of cool things. So we'll get into that in a minute or two. But um, so you're with Discover Lancaster. Let's kind of jump off. So how long have you lived in Lancaster and how did you get started with Discover Lancaster? Yeah, sure. Great question. Um, So I've been here in Lancaster as the president and CEO uh, for two years now. I'm actually just beginning my third year as of last week. And I've been a resident of Lancaster for about just over a year. Uh, My wife and family had a had a tough time trying to buy a house uh, here back in summer 2020 when um, everybody was waiving home inspections and people were outbidding each other. And we ultimately decided on our last option, which was to build a new house. And so that's a little bit of time, but happy to say I've been living here in Lancaster, um, West Lampeter Township to be exact, for just over a year. And uh, prior to joining Discover Lancaster um, and, and, and joining as the CEO, I was the CMO, the chief marketing officer for Montgomery County Tourism, which is based in Valley Forge. And so I had been with them uh, for just over six years. So it was sort of my second chapter in nonprofit destination management, if you will. And prior to that, I spent 15 years working in marketing roles for sneaker and apparel brands, um, which was a very different background compared to a lot of my colleagues in nonprofit tourism. But um, I love where I'm at now. I love Lancaster's such a special place to live, work, and play. So thanks again for having me on today's show. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, you so a, a couple things there. Right? I I feel your pain on the 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 housing market. I bought a house in 2019, and I thought I had a tough time, you know, up against multiple offers. And yeah, waived the inspection and all that. But I know 2020 and beyond is it's just been crazy to find a house. So I'm glad you were able to to settle in and uh, and call Lancaster home now. Um, but you know, the other thing you mentioned, and I think we'll talk about it a little bit uh, deeper here. You started COVID year, right? Two, two years ago, and it, I have to discover like I was thinking the same thing. Like, yeah. What a time to start. Yeah. I mean, trial by fire with a tourism. Right. And yeah, it, it was uh, in some, in some ways, people thought I was really rolling the dice and taking a huge risk. But I also knew from having grown up in Southeastern Pennsylvania that uh, Lancaster is an amazing place in terms of places you can work and and really from a tourism standpoint 
places you can promote and market because there is such a wide range of things to experience across Lancaster County. So although some people thought it was a risk, I like to say I knew that someday uh, tourism would come, you know, rolling back. And yeah, those earlier days were challenging. I mean, I started in what you could argue to be the darkest days of the pandemic. Uh, we were very short staffed. We eventually sort of built back the staff, built back the organization, but we were very lean um, in those days of, of summer of 2020. And unfortunately, things have come back much faster, actually, than we anticipated uh, for a number of reasons. But people still love to visit Lancaster County uh, year round. It's not just the summertime. And it's been a, a great uh, period to be a sponge and kind of take it all in and learn as we've dug out of the pandemic. And, and now our numbers are really strong. Um, visitation to discoverlancaster.com is at an all time high. And, and people are, are really seriously considering taking trips to Lancaster County, whether they're in New York, Philadelphia, Washington, DC, Baltimore, Delaware. Um, those markets, um, have a lot of people who are very interested in planning trips here. Yeah. So we, you know, we, we had a quick little discussion in the pre-show, but, and I, I meant to ask you this question pre-show, but I'll ask now. So I had a friend who I knew through the business community. He's in New York. Uh, he runs an appliance repair business. Uh, so he handles a lot of like appliance repair for condos and things like that. You know, big, big property management companies are his core customer. So he was in town for Spooky Nook. His grandson had a big uh, basketball tournament. Um, so he was in town for the weekend. No news to you, right? They bring in a lot of people. Uh, and he was saying, you know, wow, this is a really great place to live. And, you know, he's thinking about moving out of New York as he gets up there in years. And uh, so the question is, do you know, is there, are there any insights you have of where a moment of tourism like that leads to setting up residence permanence, either for, you know, your primary residence or you, like, you say, you know what, I have this business idea. I bet you I could really be successful here. Do you have any insights to that? A little bit, yeah. I mean, it's 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 not an exact science, but what we right. look at is as we we look at the people who visit our visitor center here at Discover Lancaster, and we have a guest book. If you want to get on our mailing address list, and we get the zip codes and things like that. And and during the pandemic, on the days that we were open, uh, we started to see an unusual amount of visitors into our into our center from places further beyond than we had ever seen before. And that had a lot to do with people feeling more comfortable taking road trips versus jumping on a plane back in those dreary days of the pandemic. But I think Lancaster's the type of destination where once you visit it one time, you realize that there are a lot, there's a lot more to Lancaster than maybe some of the perception that exists in the outside world. And you want to come back and you want to be here more. And so we started to get questions in our visitor center from people in New England and even from the Carolinas, questions like, what's it like to live here? And questions about relocation. We started hearing from some of our bed and breakfast partners who they were sharing with us that 
they were seeing an unusual amount of millennials checking into their bed and breakfast between Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays because they had more virtual flexibility in their city jobs. And they were looking for a place to get away and set up their laptop. And so that became a trend as well. So we were seeing people like millennials staying at our bed and breakfast. We were also seeing a large number of uh, folks within retirement age coming through our visitor center and asking questions about relocation. You mentioned Spooky Nook. And fortunately for us, we have Spooky Nook here in Lancaster County. From a tourism standpoint, Spooky Nook is the largest indoor sports facility in North America. And so because they were open for a good portion throughout the pandemic, they were still running the mega tournaments, having, you know, 400 teams participate in a tournament over a long weekend. And so that's one of the reasons here in Lancaster County, from a tourism standpoint, we're a little bit ahead of the game compared to other places you can travel to, because unlike our competitors and other destinations who do not have a spooky nook, they really struggled with not getting groups coming into their market during the pandemic because the corporate world really shut down a lot of their group travel. Yet sports, a lot of people say youth sports is recession proof. And, you know, we saw some of that here during the pandemic. Sports still continued on. And so our hotels and our lodging properties were were pleasantly surprised that they were able to maintain at least some business that they had they had lost because a lot of corporate travel ceased. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. You know, Lancaster's a really unique place. We've talked about it before. We're kind of centrally located between a lot of metropolitan areas, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, the D.C. and Baltimore area. Um, and in just a little bit, we'll dig into a little bit more about what Discover Lancaster does, you know, what you do for people. But, you know, who is using Discover Lancaster? Where are you pulling from? Where are these people? I mean, you mentioned as far away as the Carolinas and, and New England area, but, you know, who, who's the core person that's going to drive to Lancaster and, and stay the weekend or a week? Yeah, I think, I think it's a cliche in, in the tourism world to say, you know, everybody comes to our destination because we have something for everybody. And that is said a lot, but a lot of that is true for our neck of the woods in the sense that we do get quite a few families uh, who want to choose Lancaster for their family vacation, whether it's to go to Dutch Wonderland or Cherry Crest Farm or the Turkey Hill Experience, et cetera. Then we, we have the millennials I mentioned a little earlier who they want to experience our small towns, uh, whether it's Lidditz, Strasburg, um, even Lancaster City, which has such an amazing art scene, restaurant scene, you know, theaters, I can go on and on, but then you have the retirement group too. And, and, and we are a pretty strong retirement option for a lot of people. So when you combine families, you know, millennials, retirees, um, and then you want to look at where they're coming from. They're really, our sweet spot is really Long Island, New York, down to, I would say, Baltimore, DC area. I think during the pandemic that did start to expand, like I mentioned, into New England and into the Carolinas for the simple fact that people were more willing to drive a little further versus hopping on an airplane. And with international 
travel shut down for those people who hadn't visited here in the past, they gave uh, Lancaster a shot in terms of taking a trip here. We really, I was really surprised to hear how far ahead Lancaster County was. Uh, kind of like leading out of the uh, leading out of those uh, pandemic years as everything kind of reopened. Um, so when you focus on those, you know, you're for locals. You might be the you might be the gentleman people don't so much like, right? But but you are you are the welcome guest in those outside regions because we we do bring in we do bring in a great amount of revenue, a great. A, benefit our economy locally. So talk about that a little bit. Um, like how does this, so when rubber meets the road, Discover Lancaster does its job, gets people here. What does that mean for Lancaster County from a jobs, colors, and sense perspective? Yeah, sure. So, so tourism in Lancaster County, it is a big deal. Um, we are right up there with agriculture, manufacturing, healthcare, right, right in that mix in terms of economic impact. And so to answer your questions more specifically, um, when we closed 2021, uh, the numbers that we wrapped up with showed that we, we had 9.13 million visitors in 2021 to Lancaster County. And oh, combined, so yeah, it's, I think it's kind of hard to imagine that for, for some people, but those visitors spent $2.3 billion uh, with a B. And so it's a major economic driver here. We're talking about roughly 15,000 jobs that are dedicated to tourism and hospitality. And so, you know, for us at Discover Lancaster, our mission is really to inspire people to visit and discover Lancaster. You can probably see it on the wall behind me. And, and in doing that, most of our efforts are outside of Lancaster. You know, we are running marketing and promotion campaigns in those East Coast cities, trying to draw them here. But you will, you will find us pop up here and there um, locally because we do have, in addition to be fun, in addition to our funding from our local lodging tax, we have 500 member businesses that are part of Discover Lancaster. And so our branding shows up when you go to see a show at, say, the American Music Theater or Fulton Theater. We also have a presence uh, inside Spooky Nook, as well as inside Clipper Magazine Stadium, so that when guests from out of town come in, they're thinking about discovering Lancaster again and again and coming back you know, over and over again. So, uh, But the majority of our work does show up beyond Lancaster, and that's intentional because we want to drive people into Lancaster to to really drive the economy, um, and so I hope that answers your question. But it's kind of a long yeah, answer. yeah. I mean, it does. I mean, nine million plus visitors. Mm-hmm. I think our county population is about six hundred thousand, six seven hundred. Yeah, right. Yeah, may, maybe a touch under six hundred thousand. Yeah, I was going to say it's, it, it's somewhere between like I think five seventy five and six hundred k. Okay, mm-hmm. so you know, and growing. Yeah, right. Let's say it's 600,000, kind of hedge the bets for the growing aspect. You know, 9 million visitors is is just an astronomical number compared to our population. I mean, that's like 15x, I think, if the math is on the, 
coming off the top of my head, right? Although, don't trust me. I, I make up words as I go. And, you know, um, so certainly don't trust me for math. Um, but it's a big number. And then that $2.3 billion number is just a massive economic number. Uh, I'm very surprised think, to hear that. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, for me, having relocated to Lancaster and now being a resident and having lived here for over a year, I, I'm still sort of the new guy, although I can't use that too much longer. But I moved from a place that's about an hour drive from here. And in visiting the area as a kid with my family, my two brothers and my parents, I was familiar with Dutch Wonderland. I knew about places like Miller's and Shady Maple and even outlet shopping to an extent. But in the first couple of years I've been here, I can't tell you how many times I'd go home at night and say, I had no idea Lancaster had this and that, all these amazing, unique things to do, whether it's you know, Strasburg Railroad or hot air balloon rides or the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair or Turkey Hill Experience or, you know, I could go on and on. There's just a lot of very unique things you can do here that they don't have everywhere else. Um, even at Butch Wonderland, Kids Theme Park. I mean, we've just got such an, a, a wide range of assets from a tourism standpoint to talk about to the rest of the world. I am actually not that surprised to see the growth that's happening here and the migration in hearing from all of these people coming through our visitor center. I think, you know, Lancaster has been getting better and better over the years, but we're still kind of going through a renaissance and it's only going to get better and better with um, growth. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I, I grew up in Northern Montgomery County, basically border of Berks and, and Montgomery County. And, and obviously you, you worked uh, for the Montgomery uh well, basically the of equivalent of what you're doing now at, in Montgomery County. I can only think of, you know, yeah, Valley Forge and don't go to Pottstown. That, that's basically like my knowledge of, of Montgomery County. So, um, I mean, there's just, yeah, a, a wealth of, of things to do here. Uh, when, you know, so we, we talked about where people are coming from and, and the fact that they're seeing your marketing and TV ads. What do you expect them to do next? And, and what is their experience like on the website? How, how are you getting people to Lancaster with Discover Lancaster? Yeah, so for those out there who who may not be as familiar with this, I would certainly encourage you to, to follow us on Facebook. Um, we have just over 150,000 people who are following us every day. Uh, check out our calendar of events at discoverlancaster.com. I mentioned earlier that we have 500 partners. And so they are, you know, logging in and updating the events that they have planned in our calendar of events. Um, all the time. And so there's, there's things happening. I think to answer your question in terms of what are people doing next, uh, for those who are coming here the first time, they're realizing, man, I got to come back and see what else there is to do here. And so we've, we've started to become a 12 month destination in most, uh, tourism areas around the country. Most of the focus is on the summer months that. Memorial Day through Labor Day time period. What makes us special is that we actually have a historically a very strong period of visitation during the fall. October specifically is for our hotel community is typically one of the top months of the calendar year. And so our 
summer peak season really extends into the fall because we have things like the hot air balloon festival, uh, things like the Pennsylvania Renaissance Fair in the early fall, um, events over at the railroad, like Day Out with Thomas, and and then all of the hay rides and haunted um, areas around Halloween that you can experience and pumpkins, uh, pumpkin spice this, pumpkin spice that, apple spice. I mean, it's a real, it's a real destination for people who want to go somewhere for a full weekend because of, you know, the fact that we, we do have, um, such a beautiful landscape. And, and so that flows right into the, the holiday season where now, especially that all of our theaters are back up and running, um, whether it's sight and sound or Dutch Apple Dinner Theater, uh, Fulton, American Music Theater. I could go on and on. Mm-hmm. Prima yep. Theater, Fulton Theater. We have so much good arts and culture experiences to do here too in the art galleries in our various towns in Lancaster City that we're, we become more of a year-round destination. Um, and for our softest period of the year, which is typically the first quarter, so January, February, March, what we've been doing in recent years is a staycation marketing campaign. So if you're ever going to see our marketing campaigns locally, it's going to be in that first quarter where we're encouraging people to spend a night in their own backyard, but, but, but try a hotel or try a bed and breakfast, try a new restaurant. Uh, so that's in summary, how we become really a year round destination. Yeah. You know, as, as you're going through all of that, I'm, I'm realizing, you know, spooky nook, I knew they were very big. I didn't know they were the largest in North America in North Sports Complex. You know, we talked about, uh, by the way, we need to get on the pumpkin spice mattress train. Apparently, they're fueling the Lancaster economy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we've had pumpkin spice episodes. Have you really? Yeah, we've had. Yeah. <laughs> well, I but also learned recently that baked oatmeal is unique uh, to yes. Lancaster, which I love. It's one of my favorites. I know you might want to talk about food later, but I just figured I'd mention but we've, you know, we've got these best-in-class facilities like Spooky Nook that really stand alone. Uh, Jason's Woods, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason's Woods yes. and uh, Field of Screens. Field of Screens. Um, uh, we, you know, we've we've got Sight and Sound where like giraffes will be on stage if that's what the show calls for. That's right. You said with Dutch Wonderland, you know, a kids-focused theme park. It really is pretty incredible when you look around in kind of dig past maybe the frustration of summer tourism and out-of-state license plates being in your way, the, the reality is that does benefit our local economy. It does benefit everything that we get to do in our free time around here on a weekly, weekend basis. Really pretty incredible. You've got a nice, uh, you got a nice stable of things to promote. Really, I mean, I, and I like to refer to them as assets, but, you know, beyond some of the, the big name attractions that people know about, even when we can hone in on just our small towns, when you talk about a place like Lidditz, you know, whether it's Rock Lidditz or Julius Sturgis Pretzels, um, other, you know, farm to table restaurants, you know, there's places in all of our small towns that have just great, great restaurants. There's, there's live entertainment, different places. Um, and, and even places that uh, maybe haven't received the same positive attention in years past have really um, started to come on strong. When I talk about places like 
even a Columbia or an Ephrata, there there's a real sense of growth happening in those areas in terms of just newness, new things being built, new things coming online. Uh, the school, I'm sorry, the uh, Susquehanna River Trail, which has so much going on there now, and, yeah. and people are are really leveraging the water and, and getting out on the water there. So there's just there really is something for everybody, and we've got some great retirement communities that that are filling up and they're expanding. Um, it just seems like a, a place that a lot of people want to be right now. And as a marketer, getting to be able to talk about all these things, whether it's the small towns or the big attractions and everything in between, you're right. Um, it's, it's a fun job and it's a rewarding job, but we get to talk about all of these unique experiences you can do here every day. Yep. So, you know, obviously... <laughs> we've, we've got a battle of pumpkin spice. We've got one, <laughs> one comment you're saying no and another one saying yes. Um, we'll have to, to pick up that conversation in October. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's probably more appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, Amish. Yes. So, you know, a lot of people from outside the area, you know, you talk to and say you're from Lancaster. Oh, you, you're Amish or you, you live in the Amish. And like, that's all they, they think about with Lancaster County. And you've just laid out, you know, almost a hundred different things that you could do. Uh, but the Amish are, are a big draw here. Uh, and, and I'm, I'm guessing that, uh, that it's, it's something that Discover Lancaster, uh, talks about and, and shares information about and, probably provides tours and, and information for it. Talk, talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. I mean, and I can't believe we made it this far in the interview without talking about it, about our captivating Amish neighbors. But yeah, you're right. I mean, if there's one thing that differentiates our area, in at least in the tourism arena, we have people from all over the world uh, who visit Discover Lancaster to get a peek inside or peek, or used to look at that simple lifestyle. Um, and that will always be an important part of our DNA as a brand to outsiders because it is so unique. And when you, when you look at just the craftsmanship, the attention to detail in all the things that our Amish friends make and sell, it's, it's extraordinary. And it's, it's an it's a competitive advantage we have versus other areas that will always be woven into the events and the other things we're talking about. And, you know, they also contribute to the landscape and how beautiful the area is. So we're really fortunate uh, to have that something that's so unique and different from other destinations that don't have um, the Amish. So we we're excited to continue to to show off those different areas where you can, you know, buy Amish goods and visit even on, you know, horse and buggy rides. We have several partners that offer those experiences. And I can share that um, as of last week, they were off to a record year uh, in terms of people signing up or buying tickets just to do Amish buggy rides. So that will continue to be a really key aspect of our marketing, along with all of the other things that you can do here that make it special. On that note, with the uh, topic of the Amish, we had, oh, his name just right, went right off the top of my head, but the name of the company is Lou Call. Lou Call Tours. Simmons. Mike, Michael Simmons. Michael Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. 
You they, know them? Yeah, some of their tours originate right out in front of our visitor center. And what a yeah. cool company that is to really yeah. allow you to immerse yourself in that world uh, through Lucal. Yeah, big fan yeah. of Lucal. Thank you. Yes. I was mispronouncing it, which is no surprise for me if you're a fan of our show. <laughs> I still call one of our one of our delivery drivers, Calvin is his accurate name. Every now and then I just call him Calvin, like Calvin and Hobbes, okay. but that is not his name. So, yes. Uh, so my, like, your public apology. yeah, I mean, listen, you know, you get what you get with me and, you know, hey, you, you, you know, you're in the ballpark with me when I'm talking. So, <laughs> yeah, um, and I don't mean to cut you off. Where is your visitor center? You, yeah, you mentioned so it a couple times. Yeah, we're at 501 Greenfield Road, uh, right here in Lancaster, right off of Route 30. Uh, in terms yep. of landmarks. Uh, we're right by a Costco, a Sheets, and a McDonald's here at our main intersection. Yep. Yep. <laughs> cool. The, the Mecca of American tourism. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's a good way to say it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, all right. So I'm going to, we're going to, we're going to kind of take a turn for the more, uh, I guess, hard hitting aspect of, of our time together. And Maybe have you put your diplomat hat on, uh, if you will. So, okay. uh, Discover Lancaster is a nonprofit. I learned that in the pre-show. I didn't know that. Um, so, why don't you share with our viewers how your fund, how you get your funding? Sure. And then, you know, obviously, your goal is to bring people to Lancaster. Now, part of that uh, is them staying in hotels, and part of that is them staying in other places. So, let's first answer how we get our funding, and then you know where I'm going with it. So let's kind of yeah, kick sure. off and then we'll, we'll, we'll dig into this part of the conversation. Yeah, no, sure. I'm happy to. Um, so we are a nonprofit and we are funded by the tax that guests pay when they stay overnight. And that could be at a, one of our 100, 100 plus hotels. We have over 100 bed and breakfasts here in Lancaster County. We also have a, a collection of great campgrounds. And so that's where our primary source of funding comes from on a monthly basis. And as you can imagine, during the pandemic, we had some very um, minimal funding that was coming into our organization. However, we're also supported by close to 500 member businesses throughout Lancaster County who pay us on an annual basis, a membership fee to be part of our organization. And so that helps us out when we're promoting things to do on our website, on our social media channels, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, and even TikTok. Yes, we have a TikTok channel, which I'm still learning about. Fortunately, the person on our staff who is responsible for that is half my age, uh, which is good. <laughs> <It's helps>. not, <laughs> yes. Um, but so that's, that's how people can follow us at least day to day. Um, but our funding comes from our members and from the hotel tax. And the majority of our funding is geared towards marketing and promotion, specifically in areas outside of Lancaster County, because we want dollars coming in to help our local economy. And hopefully they're staying overnight um, at one of our lodging properties. Fortunately, we've got great attractions and restaurants too. So as as a marketer, like we talked about earlier, uh, I'm just lucky that between myself and our other 11 staff members, we've got a lot of things to keep us busy talking about really 365 days a year. Yeah. 
it's interesting what you say, you know, the, your funding comes from hotel tax. You know, we've all looked at a hotel bill and you look at the line items, you're like, hotel tax, what is that? But like, the reality is everybody that's coming into Lancaster County has likely been on the Discover Lancaster. Like if they're looking for stuff to do, they've found the Discover Lancaster site and your site is a one-stop shop for everything that they might want to do in Lancaster. So, um, you know, it's, it's your way of collecting some money to be able to provide that it really invaluable information to them. Yeah, I mean, Ben, you should be a spokesperson for our organization. That was uh, very well said the way you, you put that. But well, yeah, you know, you yeah. can, you can. You, that's why we have this podcast. You can, you can clip this out, <laughs> yep. and put it on your site. There you go. But, I'll but you're bill. right. I mean, as as a nonprofit, you know, the money that's coming in, we're turning around, and we're we're spending that to try to get more people to come back or new people to to discover Lancaster. See how I leave that in there. That's so that's that's really our goal is to just continue that cycle of, of awareness, making people aware of things to do, festivals, events, businesses, restaurants, hotels, etc. Day in and day out. Um, unfortunately for us, the places that we are spending those dollars are not cheap. Um, from a marketing or a media perspective, places like New York. Places like Washington, Washington DC are some of the most expensive places to advertise in the world, quite frankly. And so we have to be very thoughtful about when we want to place advertising in some of those markets, knowing that we, we have only a certain amount of funds. Yep. Yep. So where I was going with, um, asking you to put your diplomat hat on. So knowing now knowing our viewers and watchers now knowing that you're funded with, um, hotel tax revenue. Um, obviously, people watching, people t- taking or choosing to come to Lancaster have the option to book other places like an Airbnb. Um, you know, for your purposes, your job is to get them here because it's more than just the revenue they spend in a hotel. It's about the attractions, about the art. It's about the, you know, the bars, the food, you know, the shopping. thousand employees. Yeah, it, it's about everything, right? Sure. Um, so, like, we talked about this in the pre-show. I mean, I think, I think hotels have a fair complaint when somebody can just rent out a room in their house because they're comfortable with, you know, a stranger, albeit verified through the Airbnb platform, being in their home. Uh, but, you know, compared to a hotel where they have to meet fire code, they have personnel there to make the stay comfortable. You know, they're sweeping the halls. You know, it, it's, I, I can see where hotels get a little, little disappointed. You know, for me, I always like, comp- I'm a big believer in competition, providing the playing field is fair. Right. And so your, your thoughts on that. I mean, obviously you can't control per se what people book, but your thoughts on that. Just I'll, I'll throw it out there. Yeah. Well, I like, I like what you said earlier, Jeff, about how, you know, it's, it's it's a place to stay, but ultimately people are going to spend money beyond where they're staying, right? So yep. if they're staying in an Airbnb versus a hotel or a bed and breakfast, we're still bringing dollars in to Lancaster County. I can share with you that in the first six months of 2022, the hotel community from a number standpoint had their best six months in over five years. So going back, going back to years prior to where we even went through the pandemic gives you a sense for just the demand. Um, 
and we see the increases in traffic on our website. But basically, there is a huge appetite out there to to choose Lancaster for a trip. And in in seeing those numbers, um, rates have increased at the hotels. They've been able to charge an extra $15, $20, $25 more than they had in the past during this first part of the year. And guests are paying it. Uh, demand for travel is at an all-time high uh, coming out of the pandemic. I think a lot of people, they wanted to go somewhere. And depending on where they felt or how far they felt comfortable traveling, Lancaster offered not only tons of variety of things to do, but compared to some beach locations and other places um, were, were more affordable. And so Airbnb, to go back to your question, um, has skyrocketed here in Lancaster over the last 18 months. The growth of people opening up and adding listings for Lancaster County zip codes has just, it's been on fire. And, and I, I think in a good way. I mean, we just have to make sure that our supply as a whole um, doesn't become way, way too too much higher than the demand. But as long as the demand is there, I think, you know, the more dollars that can be brought in for our restaurants, for our attractions, and if they're going to stay, hotels, B&Bs, Airbnbs, have at it. But you're right. You make a, make a really good point. As an Airbnb owner, um, they don't have some of the restrictions that some of our hotel friends have when it comes to fire codes and the like. And they're not always open year-round. So the tax collection piece sometimes is more complicated. But all in all, we've just had such a wide variety of options for people to stay overnight in that it's kind of hard to find, to not find something where you'll feel comfortable staying overnight here. Yeah. Is a, oh, sorry. So, I mean, it sounds like, you know, it, you know, it's refreshing to hear because I think what I'm hearing from you is kind of a page from our book. Like, obviously there's no shortage of places to go buy a mattress. Our number one goal is to make sure the people who do visit with us have an incredible experience. As such, your, your job with Discover Lancaster is no matter where you stay, even though, even though you have a direct interest in where they stay because it funds your efforts, your, your goal, if, if I'm hearing you correctly, is to make sure everybody that visits, whether that's for personal trips and vacations or business meetings, you know, events, has an amazing time here and, and gets the best of what they can experience while they're in town. That's, that's right. what I'm hearing. Bingo. That's exactly right. Um, at the end of the day, for us, we want to generate positive economic impact for our community. And the more people we can bring in ultimately means businesses need to hire more people, which is great from a job standpoint. So yeah, it all, it's all related. It all plays into each other. So um, beyond tourists coming in from, you know, two, three, four hours away, what other services can somebody use Lancaster Connect, or yeah, Lancaster Connect. I'm looking at our logo. <laughs> look at it. You're, look at that. Look at your logo. Discover <laughs> Lancaster. So I'm talking about like um, maybe groups, organizations within Lancaster. They can utilize the the resources on Discover Lancaster to book meetings and such. Talk about that a little. Yeah, no, it's, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I mentioned earlier. I think we have 12 people here um, full time on staff. And just to put that in perspective, when I joined 
in June of 2020, it was myself and four people. So we really built back the organization. We're in a place now where we can, we can service um, groups in the sense that, yes, Spooky Nook has sort of been our consistent group business driver. But now that companies are starting to feel more comfortable with being in person and trade shows and things are happening again, um, we play a role in that. And so we do have two salespeople here at Discover Lancaster now who serve as a liaison uh, between event organizers around the country and our hotel community that can reserve room blocks for bigger groups. And so that's slowly starting to come back when I when we talk about corporate group travel. I don't think it's definitely not back to where it was prior to the pandemic. We hope that someday it does return to levels prior to the pandemic. But in addition to corporate groups, our sales team is getting calls from people who want to plan family reunions. Um, weddings is a big group business driver, uh, especially in Lancaster County. Group business is definitely starting to come back, which is which is great because our hotels have been anxious to see that return. Yeah, yeah. So um, on the topic of booking hotels, you have that interface right on your site. So as Ben said, one-stop shop. So why why use Discover Lancaster's booking tool versus elsewhere? What's the advantage there? That's a very good question. So one of the nice things about coming to a place like Discover Lancaster is if you compare, right, to lots of different hotel properties and even B&Bs, um, you look at our calendar of events, see what's happening in future weekends. So it's really a one-stop shop. And then about a year and a half ago, we decided to upgrade discoverlancaster.com. And we we made the investment to have a... The site is beautiful, by the way. It Thank is. Thank you. Yeah. No, we, we have a, a rock star marketing team here led by Sarah Long. Her and her team are just they're superstars. And, and I, I'll tell you, they are very active. They're very aggressive in, in updating not only our website, but if you're following us, you'll see on, on Facebook, you know, Instagram, TikTok, even LinkedIn. But we decided to make the investment in a booking engine. And basically what that means is on our website, you can click on these hotels and, and go directly to their website and book your room. And we hadn't had that sort of seamless capability in years past, but the feedback we've received since implementing the booking engine has been very positive. Yeah. Yeah. What? I book a lot of hotels when I travel and, uh, it's very, very nice looking. Very looks like it's very uh, beneficial to the end user. Hundred percent. I, I love how you have everything like categorized. I saw like farm stays and and the heritage places that that somebody could say. What what is most popular is, is a in Lancaster? Like is a B and B more popular than a hotel generally? What what's kind of the breakdown there? Yeah. So sometimes it depends on the demographic. Um, in in years past. And it's definitely evolving, but uh, our our bed and breakfast community catered to a more senior demographic. Although, like I mentioned earlier on with the pandemic and the virtual flexibility that was being given to employees and jobs in our in our cities that are only, you know, an hour and a half, two hours drive from here, they were showing up to our 
Airbnbs, our bed and breakfast and setting up shop with their laptop to work. And so that demographic is, is definitely shifting over time. But I would have to say the hotels definitely get the majority of our visitors. Um, in numbers standpoint, from a number standpoint, we've had, we have 8,500 rooms on any given day to fill in terms of our hotels. When you think about the fact that we have over a hundred hotels, it comes out to about 8,500 rooms per day. Um, so that gives you an indication of just what's available and, and the demand and the occupancy of those rooms. I, I was just going to say, I mean, 9 million plus visitors in 8,500 rooms. I mean, they, not all 9 million stayed tonight, right. but we do get a lot of road trips too. Yeah, 80% probably did. So that's a lot of, I mean, that's a lot of bed sheets and. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's a lot of mattresses. We got to break into that game. <laughs> you know what? You guys are right. And I'll be honest, you know, as great as the, the performance numbers are when you look at just the revenue from the increased rates and just the occupancy levels, there's more people coming to Lancaster staying overnight. On the flip side, as great as our numbers have been, there are challenges. Um, we have a workforce that's limited, like a lot of areas around the country. We're, we're still, our hotels are looking for housekeeping. They're looking for front desk workers. Uh, our restaurants are looking for line cooks. I mean, lifeguards are, there's shortage of lifeguards. Even in, in working with Lancaster Airport, there's a shortage of pilots. So it seems like, um, and that's not, unique to Lancaster. And I, I think you guys know that, but it doesn't make it easier when demand is through the roof. People are willing to pay more money, but they do have to be more patient. Um, you know, lines at certain restaurants or waiting times are longer than normal now. Uh, and a lot of it has to do with a challenging shortage of workers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not, uh, you're not tasked to solve that because that's, that's <laughs> everywhere. Um, you know, your job is to... Uh, we need to get people to have amazing... <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, one last thing as we wrap up. Um, so you promote a, promote a lot of events here in town. Um, so if you're a local business, a local entity that would like to connect with Discover Lancaster, a bell, getting the event listed on the site, how does that happen? What What needs to happen? Yeah, so we we have a, a partnership group is what we call it here at Discover Lancaster. It's made up of three or four people and they put on quarterly networking events. They put all your information on our webpage. Um, there's opportunities to be highlighted in social media throughout the year. Um, and we had different tiers of partnership um, for Discover Lancaster for I think as little as 200 bucks a year. And then it goes up from there and there's, there's lots of value you get at the various tiers of partnership or membership, if you will. And so I would encourage, um, folks to reach out to us if they're interested in being a part of the overall tourism scene here that we're actively promoting. We would love, uh, to add to our, our member list. And we're about 500 strong right now. And that's been growing. We did lose, um, a percentage of members during the pandemic. Um, unfortunately, there were some key businesses that, that unfortunately closed down. Maybe you guys have heard of places like Good and Plenty and there's a, there's a handful of others that unfortunately just didn't really survive. And so 
we're we're in rebuilding mode in terms of just adding back new partners. And I'm excited to share that we have over 40 new partners year to date that have come on uh, and and growing. Uh, and I think as businesses are back on their feet, they may have um, a few extra dollars to be able to have these memberships at organizations that can help them. Well, I mean, you know, as a business owner, if I were, if, you know, if our business were driven by tourism, it would be a no brainer for me because 9 million visitors to Lancaster County, 200 bucks to be connected to a beautiful website that obviously people are, you know, obviously not all of them are going to hit the site, but a large amount to, that's a tremendous value, um, to, to get started in partnership with Discover Lancaster and, and be a part of that ecosystem. Uh, so that's great. A, a less nor more cuddle bed presentation is a unique experience that no other mattress store in the country can provide. That is true. That's that, right. That's, you know, that's something. Discover Lancaster, right? Did you just make a sale for Ed? I think I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like the way you think. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, so it's, as we were, it's an affordable way to um, yeah, be part really of something that's, that's a pretty big deal here in Lancaster County. Well, and I mean, he, you know, again, I, I will, I don't, I'm not a guy that pulls punches. I mean, you, you see, if you're watching this, if you go to the website, you see the website, you know, they're reinvesting back into the user experience. That's obvious. It's a, you know, but we'd love, these things matter. We'd love to, um, you know, bring more people together at our, at our networking events. Um, just so far in this year, in the first two quarters of the year, we had a a really strong turnout at the Double Tree over in Willow Street. Um, in the second quarter, we were over at the Amish View Inn uh, and had a great turnout. We're going to be having an annual meeting coming up in September. It's going to be a dinner over at the Inn at Leola Village. And so every quarter, we're offering something unique where our partners can get together and network amongst each other. And and it's for me personally, that's one of the most um, rewarding parts of my job when we can connect business leaders to their benefit. Uh, one example that comes to mind recently, we have a theater company that's expanding um, and relocating to Lancaster from New York City, a, a partner called Vital Theater, if you want to look it up. And they offer children's programming. And oh, they became a member right away. And knowing about them being new and the fact that they're looking for a permanent home for their theater space through network networking within our organization. We've been able to set up this company with tours of various types of theater space that's available and they're well on their way to finding a permanent home. And just to be able to connect great. Uh, those types of businesses to, to create more value is really what it's all about. Yeah, that's great. So uh, as we near our time and then we want to kind of pick your brain on things that ed likes to do around lancaster but so anything big that you want to share about like maybe where discover lancaster is looking ahead i mean you've shared we're kind of built for resilience as accounting which is i think is great for the future i mean god forbid we have another pandemic like event like nobody wants that um but what's on your horizon what what are the obviously if you can share them yeah, you and know, if you can't I think, get that, but what, what's the horizon look like? There, I think I mentioned earlier that, you know, sports uh, has been a huge driver of folks coming in to visit Lancaster County. And 
the areas that, you know, we're focused on trying to, you know, build back, so to speak, would certainly be group business beyond sports, um, whether it's corporate, whether it's family reunions, military reunions, religious groups, weddings. We, we really want to focus on getting the groups coming back in some yeah. of those areas um, and really just expanding the markets and where we're talking about Lancaster County. We've been very fortunate that because we've had very strong performance at the hotels, that means giving us the ability and more opportunities to spend a little bit more money and, and branch out and maybe go after Connecticut or, you know, North Carolina or areas that are sort of further out from where our sweet spot is to expand that, that reach and get more, more people in Lancaster County. So that's, that's sort of the short term focus is we really got to figure out how we can get more of the group business back. But in the meantime, our leisure traveler, um, that, that segment has been through the roof, um, because we're, you know, spread out as a destination with lots of things to do outside. And we're, we're a relatively short drive from the big cities. We really benefited, uh, from our geographic location that people have been just coming to our website and ultimately choosing to, to plan a trip here. So, um, we have a lot of p- positive momentum right now. We're hoping that the momentum in the first half of this year continues through the last you know, six months, because if it does, it'll be, a, it'll be a record for Lancaster County tourism this year of 2022. That's awesome. That's, that's great. Let's hope, let's, let's, yeah. uh, let's hope it happens. It's awesome. All right. Well, it's time for what we call the connection cocktail. Little, little, uh, I don't know. Oh, to whiskey, I guess. <laughs> okay. I <don't> know. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I'll start off. Um, this is this is Ed's answers now. So, what's your favorite thing to do in Lancaster? Ah, uh, geez, I would say um, going out to eat. Um, you know, I I put on the COVID nineteen pounds, so to speak, uh, during COVID from all the <laughs> great food that's in Lancaster. I can guarantee you that. But um, there's just the food. That, I think it's a very underrated food scene, um, and. We're coming back as a plug. We're coming back with our second countywide restaurant week in October. We'll be announcing the exact dates. Oh, nice. And this will be our second year doing a countywide restaurant week. And what makes it special is that we're partnering with Lancaster Farmland Trust, which means our restaurants who participate um, can offer menu items that can contribute a portion of their bill back to the trust. And so it's really year, cool. Yeah, it was. Last year was great. Year one, um, you know, we only had 30 some restaurants. We were able to raise over $10,000 for Lancaster Farmland Trust. And we just think over time, that's only going to get bigger and bigger. And as I'm out and about meeting with business leaders and seeing new restaurants that I haven't tried yet, the food seems amazing. Um, just last week, I tried a place, um, somewhat off the beaten path called Route 66 um, on the edge of Lancaster City and had probably the best Nashville hot chicken sandwich I've ever had. Um, oh, nice. And there's, there's, a lot, there's a whole list of other places and, you know, from our breweries to our, to our ice cream, to our restaurants, 
I mean, it's just, you want to indulge in everything around here and, and it's all fresh and so good um, that I think over time, we're going to get a wave of people who want to come here just for our food alone. Yep. 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 That's awesome. Yeah. There's, there's no shortage of, of places to eat. That's for sure. Uh, so what, what annual event in Lancaster do you like to go to? Is there one? Gee, that, that's a real good question. I'm a big sports fan. So I do go to a lot of the Barnstormers games, um, okay. which, which is another asset we have that not every tourism mm-hmm. destination has. Uh, Pennsylvania yep. Renaissance Fair is such a unique, um, and creative thing to experience. If you've never done it yet, you got to do it at least once. Uh, and by the way, how Halloween at the Renaissance Fair is awesome. Yes. <laughs> Well, every day at the Renaissance Fair, you you know, you walk through that those gates and you're in a different time, a different different world, really. And it's just just the creative energy in that is amazing. I had never been to something quite like that before I moved here. Um, and I think just a lot of the festivals throughout the year, whether it's first Fridays in the city or you know, some of the various things that are happening in places like Lidditz and even down at Kitchen Kettle Village, I mean. That's a really yeah. tough question to ask someone who's leading tourism to really to pinpoint one thing, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, the, the, the question was the annual event, okay. one, but you know, that's just cool. That's cool. Yeah, but, we get it. But listen, he's, you know, it, it's, it's this man's job. Yeah, if he, we get it. You know, we get it. He, he might frustrate I mean, the hot air balloon flash festival. I missed it in my first two yeah. years. I got to make it to that sure. in September. There's just, there's a lot of things. In my defense, I still need experience because it is, let's face it, a very big place. When you talk about Lancaster County, there's a lot to cover. So that's yeah. probably a question I should answer maybe a year from now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. So this last question then. So is there a part when friends or family or maybe maybe better said this way, when you go, because I think I saw on LinkedIn, you were at a tourism conference of sorts yes. recently. That's right. So is there something one or two things you really brag on about Lancaster at those kinds of events or you definitely show friends, family when they come in from out of town? Yeah, it, it, sometimes that that depends on the season we're in, whether it's, you know, winter, spring, summer, or fall. There, there's, right. there's different things that are kind of must-have experiences. Um, Sight and Sound Theater puts on an amazing show every year. Um, I know that yep. in the earlier part of the year, uh, they were optimistic that they could sell 600,000 tickets in 2022. And then after about a month or two in showing their brand new show, which is called David, for those of you who haven't seen it, they upped their projections to over 700,000 tickets sold. So wow. um, the demand for our theaters, I think our, I would say our theaters in general, um, having mm-hmm. now been to Fulton, having been to Dutch Apple, American Music Theater, Magic and Wonder Theater, Wonder Theater is that's cool. really cool. I think that's one of the real up-and-coming places that's putting on some great shows. I would say the theater scene because it's open year-round. There's always cool shows happening. If, you, if you're willing to look to see what's there, um, that would be the one thing that, that I think not the average person who's visiting Lancaster knows enough about. They know about the Amish culture. They know about um, the Dutch Wonderlands and the outlet shopping and our small towns. But I think, I think they need to give a serious look at, you know, our shows in our theaters. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Ed, this has been uh, great. Been Likewise. awesome to have you on. Great guest. 
Um, I really hope people, when they pick this up, whether it's on podcast players or you know, rewatch it as it comes up in their various feeds, really tune in because what you're doing really does make uh, Lancaster County special. Obviously, generating $2.3 billion in, in revenue into the county helps everybody's day go, go by just a little bit easier. So um, thank you. Thanks for all you're doing and, and thanks for choosing Lancaster to be where you bring your talents. And uh, I look forward to all you do here and how you help our county grow. Awesome. It's been a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff and Ben. It's, it's been a fun hour and uh, let's stay in touch, definitely. And, and I'm just going to plug, everybody should be following us on Facebook and Instagram and check out discoverlancaster.com too. Yep. Very 100%. 100%. Ed, thank you. Appreciate you. Well, if you want to be a great guest like Ed on our show, uh, we're always welcoming. We always want new guests. Charities doing great here in the community. Businesses where giving back is part of your thing. Uh, we'd love to have you on the show. Uh, ben made a note about magic, something magic and wonder, magic theater. and wonder theater. Maybe we'll get them on the show. I know somebody that knows somebody. In fact, Justin from Man of Iron, who we had on there last fall, knows the the guy behind it. it. Really cool show. Yep. So go to LancasterConnects.com slash guest. And we will uh, get connected and get you booked on the show. All right. Very simple. You sit, sit in your office, sit at your place, bring you in virtually and just have a conversation. Yeah. We do prizes on the show. We've got a bunch of commenters. That's great. We've got a lot of You're going to win a really great piece of less norm or cuddle swag or your favorite restaurant gift card that you pick from our options here. My sleep better tip goes to these things. So I, I, I'm going to toot my own horn, right? Beep, beep. I'm looking a little slender in the face here because I've been drinking, you know, and I'm actually like, I drink, I have tons of these things, but um, I'm on my third one of these today. So that's 90 ounces of water uh, in the body um, and out of the body. But that's your sleep better tip, right? The more water you drink, the the better you are going to feel. Uh, I have a ton of bodily injuries from over the years. Uh, I am like the 10 man in the mornings. Uh, but I've noticed specifically the last two months that I've been really focused on water intake, a lot less sore, a lot less stiff. I sleep better. Um, so these things, you know, get one around you. If you win one, that's great. If you get a less normal or cuddle set here, we give you some uh, or just go buy one. But carry it around. Make it a part of your day and you will feel better. Uh, you know, the general rule of thumb, this is not medical advice, Okay. But the general rule of thumb that I've found that works for me is half of your body weight in ounces. So if you weigh 150 pounds, drink 75 ounces of water, that would be about two and a half of these. There you go. Interesting. This yep. is water too. Yep. Is that water or is that it's coffee? Coffee doesn't count. <laughs> I'm breaking the rules. It's after two o'clock. It's got to be water. <laughs> so if you want great tips uh, like that and more, go to gardenersmattressandmore.com slash sleep dash better. I'm going to mail you a copy of this book for free, our deposit into helping you wake up happy and be a great, happy part of Lancaster County. Well, I like that. Got a testimonial to share. The great uh, work that our team is walking around here behind us is doing here at Lancaster, or at Gardner's Manager some more. Get it straight. These, these business names, though. Gardner's Manager some more is where we're broadcasting from. The place we're repainting. Right. That's right. So Nina from Lancaster um, says uh, last week, our daughter recommended Gardner's uh, after purchasing a mattress from them. We shopped around and Gardner's had the best prices as well as the best customer service. 
and they are a local company. Andrew Gardeners was very knowledgeable and steered us in the right direction for the mattress that best suited our needs and comfort. I don't think we could have written it better ourselves. I would definitely recommend Gardeners to anyone looking for a regret-free mattress purchase. Right. Pretty cool. Regret-free, not regrets. Oh gosh, have you seen that? The, the, yes, I've seen tattoos. No regrets. Or- he says, have I seen it? I'm bringing the meme to life. He says, have I seen it? This is true. This is true. So I've um, seen Daughter recommended, uh, happens all the time. We have uh, a happy customer and they recommend their friends, families, parents, siblings, whatever. Um, a lot of our business comes from happy customers who recommend friends and family. So thanks, Nita. And thanks, Nita's daughter. I don't know who that person's name is, but thank you. Thank you very much. And yeah. thanks for your kind words. We appreciate that. Uh, store happenings, you see the busyness. By this time next week, you'll see some fresh new paint on the walls. Always looking to improve and up our game here. You'll see some other stuff coming down the road too. But um, we've got a roundup update. So roundup is a roundup to give back. That is where we ask our customers, kind of like when you're at the grocery store, they ask you to round up your pennies or your quarters or your dimes to the nearest dollar. We're doing the same. Um, typically, that means adding on dollars, $5 at a time, $10 a time, maybe, or a few dollars, whatever you want to give, we're happy to take. But that that totals up to $134.50. Dan and I, we match that here from Gardeners. So that's actually now $269. And we're going to give that money to a community cupboard food pantry in Elizabethtown and the Hempfield Food Pantry in Landisville. So that's where those monies go. And thank you to our wonderful customers for helping to support that. As always, you can find the show on all the social channels we broadcast. And we have one last order of business. So our producer, Jim, this is new to him. Jim is stepping in for Chris. Chris is on a European vacation, hopefully living it up. Hopefully, he's all over, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's all over the place. So this is the prize later. So you get in, you win prizes by commenting. So we'll spin that machine and let's see who wins the prize this week. Got a lot of comments. We do have, and we got like a couple it. new people. And we learned a new word. I'm not even going to try it. A biscuit. Or, or biscuit. Or biscuit. Linda Charles from Help the Fight. See, there's a great winner because Linda runs a great charity, Help the Fight, helping people with cancer uh, deal with the financial strain um, of their health that it puts, their health puts on their financial matters. Um, see, words are hard. But Linda, congratulations. You're our winner. Stop in any time in the store. You could pick up a less snore, more cuddle water jug or flask or a $25 restaurant gift card. She knows where we are because she's a great customer as well. That's right. This has been a heck of a show. Yep. Um, We'll see you next week on Lancaster Connects. Take care.